Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, welcome. Welcome to the Taz Show. Uh, this is a, well, podcast. Great podcast coming right at you uh, for Monday Night Raw. React per se. It's myself and the esteemed producer, the original producer of the Taz Show. None other than the KFJ, the man known as the Kung Fu. What is it called? The Kung Fu Jew. Yes, I am not allowed to say that. You are. <laughs> so that is Seth. Yes, uh, producing Jones. Um, so here we go. Uh, look. You know, I, I know I, I watched uh, I, I watched the bulk of Raw, even though my NFC team Seahawks are playing. Does that bother you, Seth, that I have like an AFC and an NFC team? Nah. Okay, great. So <laughs> Teach um, his own. <laughs> it's a bad, you know, we- bad um, week for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, bad week, dude. <laughs> I, we don't, my team doesn't have just one bad quarterback. We got two. So Peterman <laughs> <laughs> and Tyron. Oh, my God. We got one guy with the greatest interception ratio and the other guy who threw the most interceptions ever in the history of football in one quarter. So uh, I'm exaggerating on that stat. But anyway, I think you people get my drift. So big news out of the uh, raw world. And uh, gee whiz, a lot of stuff happened. This was a good show. This was a good raw. Um. You know, you know, I what, what's about it? Is there something wrong? Talk yeah, I think you're only saying it's good because I think you wrote it. That's why. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. It started. Oh, why it was would exactly, you say that story? <laughs> the show started and Kurt Angle comes in. And it's almost word for word what you said on the show. I know. It's weird. It that was weird. weird. A lot of people people were tweeting that, too. I, I am not a ghost writer. It's mm-hmm. not even the right term, but it, it is a term, ghost writer. Double that doesn't mean like a... It's a double agent Jones. <laughs> no, I'm not a ghostwriter. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, it's Hack City Jones. But, I mean, I also, I, I know the, whatever. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, Stephanie coming out and then Triple H, and I'm like, oh, God. God, they gave Triple H the first segment on Raw. Lordy B, stop the pain. Stop. Oh, yeah, but, um, I saw that coming. Yeah, but at least, it, at least they, you know, they did a couple things that were kind of cool. Kirk came out, like, to your point, what I was saying, and he got pissed. He needed to be pissed. He needed to get his balls back, his character, and they let it happen. And um, I thought that was cool. And Triple H said nothing. When Jason Jordan's music hit, it was like, I hate to say it, but it was like a fart in church. <laughs> and no one likes a fart in church. I mean, I mean, you know. Or like a burp in a synagogue. I mean, you know, that that's what it was like. Oh, you know no, I mean? like no, you... no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was just, when that kid's music hit, it was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Sad trombone Jones. Oh, my lordy B, it was bad. And um, and he came out, and then 
you know, it was like he got in the grill of Triple H, and um, I, I don't know why he would get in his face. I don't know why he would just have him come beat Triple H's ass, just punch and kick him. The guy pedigreed him and all this jazz. I mean, have Kurt pull him off. Don't do what they did. This everybody's like, and I'm one of the guys who've been saying this kid Jason Jordan turn heel. He's going to turn heel. He's going to turn heel. You know, the more you say someone's going to turn heel, the longer it takes, the less it means when he turns. Uh huh. So put that in your notebook, and that's a shoot, as they say in the wrestling business. Uh, so uh, I think they started yes. that process today, though. No, uh, bro, we can say the same thing a couple of weeks ago. I, in my opinion, I just feel like it's. They gotta, they gotta get rolling already. Listen, we, we, a lot of people, including me, were saying that process of ch- turning Jason Jordan heel was basically, oh, this is perfect. He's not going to be in Survivor Series. He, or, or he will be in Survivor Series, and he will cost. He will turn on his dad. He will turn on his teammates, and he will turn on Raw, and he will help SmackDown. Was that not scuttlebutt? Not just on the Taz show, but even on the internet. Yes or no? Yes, sir. Okay, so then he gets that he's not going to be in Survivor Series. Then it was like, oh, he's going to turn heel. He's going to run in and cost Raw to match anyway, even though he's not in it. And that didn't happen. So my point is, bro, more we talk about it, <coughs> the more it's and that it doesn't happen, the less it means what it will happen. That's all I'm saying. Um, I, think, I think there's an opportunity for him to take it to a next level as a heel, though, with this in the sense that maybe he duped Kurt Angle into thinking he's his dad in the first place. Maybe he's not even his father, and this guy's a conniving guy the whole time. Oh, Nelly. Hmm? Well, that well, they'd have to really figure that out because Kurt was the one who broke the news. It wasn't, it wasn't the kid who broke the news. You know what I mean? It wasn't the kid who broke the news, if you think back. Yeah, he could have set do, him up, though. They could, they could do that. It's a work, right? It's a show, so they could do that. That'd actually be frigging money right there, dude. I'm glad I thought of that. <laughs> IP, baby. <laughs> IP. No, that was good. That was a good idea, dude. Seriously. That was a very good idea. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like your idea a lot. Um Well, he's duping him idea. with the injury. He's duping him with the injury tonight, right? That's not real. Right, 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 right. No, I know. I know. Um he he this kid can be a great heel for one main reason. He is legitimately hated by people. So, like, he's just hated. And they're having him act like a little kid. I was tweeting. He's like a little kid who struck out in Little League and has got to go talk to his daddy. Like, you know, like, it, it's – why are they acting like he's like a, a seventh grader? Like, the way he's talking. <laughs> I, actually, he's talking – Dad? Dad? Less mature than a seventh grader. <laughs> I mean, it's like – wasn't this guy part of American Alpha and, like, he wrestled and did great as a tag team in NXT and SmackDown? Like, and now they're acting like <laughs> – Excuse me. Now they're acting like you know. They're acting like you know. He's like a a, a little baby. You know. He sounds and, uh, like my ten year old, actually. Yeah, I, I think your ten year old is more mature. He sounds more mature. <laughs> I mean, so you know, I'm just saying, like, it, they they got to be careful of that. It, it comes off very corny. You know, it just you know, don't make the guy <clears throat> look. If you're gonna turn him heel very soon, and he's doing that, okay, great. You know, but when he turns heel, he has to. Jason Jordan has to be a violent, mean, nasty, not just underhanded, but physically violent to make him even more hateable. And your idea is great, Seth, where he now he's not just mean, angry, nasty, and violent. He's a scumbag. Because that's a scumbag move. You know, acting like, you know, this this guy's your dad and he's not. Um but 
it could be, you know, they, they, that could be the, the finish of the story. They can get to that point. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe they could do that. It's a good idea. I, I like your idea. That's why I keep thinking about it. Um, some vignettes with him with Kurt's other kids at the at Disney World and shit like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, no, I like it. I like it. Uh, Braun Strowman comes out and uh, during this segment here. It was... Uh, it, it had me think, okay, this is cool. I, I get why Braun's out there. I do. But everybody's mad at Triple H. And, and tri- Triple H is in the middle of everything. And, and segment one, everybody's mad at him. And I know why, and they should be mad at him. My point is, when I say everyone's mad at him, the creative behind it is bad. I, it went to my point, which I said in the show yesterday, on Monday's show, on my show. And we talked about it, Seth. Like, when you have a guy who's not even in the twilight of his career, he's done. He's 50 years old, okay? And, and the story is built around him. And segment one, after Survivor Series, was built around him was like, eh, what are we doing? But they did a couple things in Raw to redeem themselves, and I think the end, not that I was crazy about it, and I think a lot of the internet wrestling fans hate it, which is a new Intercontinental Champion, <clears throat> but at least they put some shine on a current guy. No matter if people like that current guy or not, you know, it's, it, I, I'd rather see Roman Reigns getting a big push than Triple H. That's just, you know, that, that that's just... It for Makes me sense. anyway. Do uh, you you agree or yeah? Of course, of course I agree. And uh, <coughs> okay. you know, Roman's yeah. getting a little bit back now, being part of the Shield because people. It's funny they like the Shield, they just don't like Roman. But they now they're liking him more again. They're coming back around. It's very smart though, bro. What WWE did. I want to get. In, I'll get into this a little bit about the Shield, uh, why it's smart. But I don't want to change the subject real quick about segment one because they did something real cool here. At WWE. It was very smart when, if you notice, what Triple H did when. Kirk got in his face, and Jason Jordan got in his face, and um, Braun got in his face. Triple H never talked. Now, that's not even the coolest part, because it was cool, and it was smart, but they had the announcers say nothing, they laid out, which is great. So all you hear is a natural sound in the arena in Houston, and the people are loud. So you hear that, and that felt good, that, that they're letting stuff breathe. That felt good, that you don't hear the announcers, and, and you didn't hear no George Akin in the ring. And then when you did, it was Stephanie on the microphone, which is just annoying. But that's the gimmick. She's a heel. I mean, she should be. My husband, my husband. You know, she's, she's the bitchy boss. It should be like that. So, you know, I, I thought segment one, from an entertaining perspective, was very good. Uh, Triple H is afraid of nobody in the company except Braun Strowman. <laughs> that's it. He's the only guy he's afraid of. Um, he's so, a man. He's a monster. <clears throat> yes, he's a monster with no voice box now. So, um, uh, and I'll get into that maybe in a little bit because of Kane. So, you know, I, I have no problem with segment one. I, I for the most part, except that it was built around Triple H. But the performance of everybody was good. Um, you know, I, I I I liked it. Now, then they they go into they went into Joe. Uh, I'm sorry, Stephanie then made Jason Jordan versus Braun Strowman. Uh, which is like a divide and conquer type thing, I guess, for the heel perspective for Stephanie and, and Triple H, and it makes sense. The booking, I got no problem with. But but they did. Uh, they went to a long match, a strong match, with two of the real workhorses, the real workhorses of the company, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. Um, <clears throat> this match was tremendous, and and of course you have to figure it's going to be. 
this was a long match and, and good long. So they're putting the they're putting the reps in, okay? And Joe won the match via chokeout. Um, you know where Finn didn't tap. He couldn't. You know he just got choked out. So you know you're never going to throw a flag on Joe versus this Finn, but that's why sometimes, man, like if you're watching like. Um, you know, if you're watching a pay-per-view sometimes, like watching Survivor Series on Sunday, I felt a little bit like it was watching Raw, you know, because they did the backstage stuff with Stephanie and and, and it felt like a Raw. And then when you, and there's big matches on Survivor Series. <clears throat> and then when you watch Raw and you're seeing backstage bits and you're seeing in-ring promos and you're seeing matches like Joe versus Finn, well, that's a pay-per-view quality match. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and, and so... Yeah, it's great when you're watching Raw. You see that as a fan. That's cool. But that also makes you feel like when you're watching a pay-per-view and you complain and say, man, it's like watching Raw. Well, when you say it's like watching Raw, you're actually complimenting what they're putting out on Raw. You know, <clears throat> that's why I believe <clears throat> there should be a time sooner rather than later where we see more. We see it once in a while. Squash matches, enhancement matches. You know, I, I, I think that's better. Um, but... My point about the workhorses, I, I would have rather seen an opportunity for Finn Balor or Samoa Joe in a segment one. But they had a couple of young guys in there with Jason Jordan and um, and Braun Strowman. But, but <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. Uh, they're trying to just get this kid over Jordan, but I don't know, bro. I don't know. Turn him already. Uh, but anyway, the match with Joe and Finn was awesome. Uh, did you like the match? Or oh, you, did, man. Did you, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was I actually thinking when I was watching, I was like, these guys, and look, I know they're both great, but I think Joe has better chemistry with Finn than, say, he had with Shinsuke Nakamura. I like the matches yes. with Finn better. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. <clears throat> um, Joe's a, a real big, burly, powerful guy, as burly and thick and strong as he looks. Um, Finn... Um, not a big guy, but where like a guy like Brock Lesnar can adapt to a Finn Balor. Joe, I think it's a little bit different. It's a Joe's got a big, strong dude like Brock. Different types of uh, structure as athletes, different movements. They not just their physiques, but everything about their movements. Even though they're both big, strong, tough guys, you know Brock probably has more muscle on him than, than Joe, obviously. But the thing is, I don't mean it like that. What I'm saying is, it's hard to explain. Like the um, the physicality can be different with a smaller wrestler if you have a certain type of a bigger frame. And I think for Joe, <clears throat> he could kind of smother you as a worker. That's his style. Where uh, uh, Brock, his style lately has been more of uh, yeah, he, he could smother you, obviously, but he's he's doing more moving. Like, and I, I know I'm not explaining this right. I, I can visualize it. I don't know if it's just a wrestler's thing. I, I can visualize exactly what I'm talking about. This is just what happens, Seth. When I get too deep into stuff, it's bad, bro. I because I, I get crazy. You know, I, I, you know what I mean. I, I, I think Joe has a lot more experience. It seems like, and with you know, with all the places he's been and working with different size <laughs> guys. Not to take anything away from Brock, but he's just more used to doing doing the things he does. No, been more no but yeah, too. I'm I'm solidifying your point because I agree with it about Shinsuke and. Joe, I think, worked better together than Finn and Joe. That's what you said, right? No, other way around. I like I like Finn and Joe better than Shinsuke and Joe. Personally. Oh, 
yeah, okay, yes, that's as you said. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love this match with Joe and Finn. I did. I, I like. If you look at a guy that's not as big, like if you think about like we saw Brock and AJ, I like that better than Joe and Finn. You know what I mean? Well, uh, different, yeah. different. Yeah. Like confusion? What happened? No, it's just that uh, I just sometimes I feel like AJ's in, in a class of his own. Well, he's unbelievable. Um, I but I do back to Shinsuke though. I do like um, I like Joe and Shinsuke's work together. But I like Finn. I don't. I thought initially I thought you said that you like Joe and Nakamura in a match better than Joe and Finn in a match. That's what I thought no, you said. No. I, I agree because that's yeah. No. I I do. I, I but I love this match. I can't say I didn't like Joe and Finn. It's, you know, I, I think mean, Finn. He's he looks like he's in the best shape of his career. I mean, he looks like oh, he's he, ripped. Yeah, and he's ripped. looks like he put a little he's bit muscle ripped. on too. Got a little, even a little bit. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you know, guys go through times where you know you can watch old stuff of Finn. He's always been a pretty muscular guy. I mean, very muscular guy. Guys go through things where their body's banged up and they're hurting sometimes. And you know, not not everybody can keep their physique looking the same all the time. Like John Cena. John Cena. He looks the same all the time. Like I don't know how, but he does, and and it's like that's very hard to do. Well, even Brock, you know, um, Brock didn't look his best uh, at the pay per view. No, Brock's Brock's body changes all the time, and 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 it should. You're an athlete, and guys who train and they understand dieting. Sometimes you have up days, down days, bad weeks, good weeks. Maybe you're hurting, you can't train as much. Your knee hurts, you can't do cardio. You know, maybe you're eating too much. I mean, obviously, you know, anything it, it could be anything. You're human. You know, I mean. It, it, you know, they're not robots, even though sometimes <laughs> WWE makes them like robots. So, you know what I mean? Hey, I don't think they're robots. But I will beat him. I don't think they're you. But. Um, so, Asuka then, you know, they had the Asuka and Dana Brooke work, you know, and they had Asuka do like an old school WWF. We've seen this a lot, these backstage interview like promos during Raw. They call them inserts. And... Um, well, this actually wasn't inserted. It wasn't inserted in the B-roll, so it's a little bit different. I'm in the business, TV talk. Uh, no, this <laughs> this is uh, – I'm in the biz, bro. No, this was this was right before I think Dana came out or maybe when she came out. I can't remember. But they showed her backstage like earlier today type thing. It seems so WWF 1989, 1992, you know, the way it was shot and lit and, and the way they had this girl act. But that's fine. And, and what happened was uh, – Dana said something like, "Hey, I was I, I see holes in your game in your, your game, Oscar. You know, I was watching WWE Network and some gimmick schnabish they had on you, Oscar. Whatever and she promoted it, which you know. And then they they come out live and the announcers buried the girl. I mean, they buried Dana Brooke like for saying what she said. You know, do you think that Dana Brooke wrote her promo and wanted to to, to put over the WWE Network and put over the net the, the network special on Oscar?" And to say that she sees uh, flaws and holes in her game plan, no. Oh, don't so ruin why this. would they not? Don't why ruin would this they bury her? Don't ruin this no. for me, man. <laughs> Come on, why are you peeling back the curtain too far? I thought she but was doing her homework. She was researching. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, why are they burying her? They buried her, man. I was like, why? Cole, what? Are they telling her the announcers now? I, I'm usually pretty good. I could, I could sit, dude, and watch wrestling with you. Watch WWE wrestling. And I could tell you the bulk of the time, especially for the color commentator, when Gorilla Position is talking to him or not. I know right away. And and this is one of those times I didn't know. I don't know. But all I know is 
geez, what are we bashing the talent for when they're just caught in a promo that they were told to say and they just bury it? And not only that, that the girl's got to do the job and get squashed. Yeah, it doesn't help Dana Brooke one bit. You know, then why have her on the damn show if you're going to freaking shit on her? You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't know why that happens, that stuff. Um, I don't know. I, again, I don't normally go in order. I might have missed something. The only thing that jumped, the other thing that jumped out to me, though, um, was the Miz promo. Um, the promo segment with the Shield. I actually thought this was pretty good. I actually think Roman Reigns came off really well in this promo because there was some realism in this thing. And what happened was at some point, for some crazy reason, the audience was chanting, Miz, you're awesome, or Miz is awesome, or something like that. And the shield just popped. They started laughing. And they acknowledged it and said something on mic. And, and like, Roman was, it seemed real. Like, it was funny. And Miz, like a true pro, true old school heel, never broke his stride. He kept in that zone as a heel. He wasn't putting over the shield. He wasn't putting over the crowd in Houston. He cut his promo, buried everybody, stayed in his heel zone. Then the lights went out, right? And that was weird, yeah. <laughs> He rolled with that, too. He rolled with that. Then there was a spotlight on him. He put over the spotlight. Then the lights came back on. It was very funny. (laughs) And the whole thing, I liked that. Because, you know what, see, I'm telling you, I liked it because it was all organic. They didn't know the lights were going to get all screwy. They didn't know that that the fans were going to chant that. And they didn't, Roman didn't know. And Roman reacted to it. It felt real and honest. And it felt great. It did. And that's how you get over it. People talk about ECW, how great ECW was. You know, it, it, most of 85 to 90% of the time, what happened in ECW was all organic and shooty. You know, we had an idea of what we were going to do, but we didn't know what we were going to do. So how could the audience know what we were going to do? We were far from robots, you know what I mean? So, And we were, we're not the only ones who did that. There were all the wrestling promotions. I think sometimes Nitro did that with their guys. Raw did it with their guys when the Attitude Era a lot. And that, that organic feel, you know, that that would happen. And we, we built it. Uh, East Up, not built it. We didn't create it. I'm, I'm using the wrong words. We were built on that. That's what I should say. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I believe in that. So seeing a little bit of that with the Miz promo segment, that's um how I felt with that. Um, I liked it. I mean, th- did you get it? Did you see the segment? Oh, you saw, yeah. Oh, you did, right? You yeah, the they, were saying, they were saying, this is awesome. And, uh, and like, uh, Roman was kind of saying. No, like, I thought they were saying Miz is awesome. I thought they were saying this is awesome, and I, that, um, which I thought was maybe no, bro, you're right. I think there was. Uh, you might be I right. I think they were saying, because well, because he said because Roman reacted like, oh, it's the first time I've ever gotten this chant, something like that. It was, uh, yeah, maybe I missed, didn't hear it correctly. My daughter was yelling in my uh, face. You might be right, bro. I don't know. I, I've been up almost twenty four hours. I'm just working <laughs> you, at all times. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I know you too. I'm in meetings. I'm, I'm all over Manhattan. I'm everywhere, bro. I, I don't even. I haven't slept in like two days. So I, I just constantly working, grinding nonstop, running the game, no no dicking around. But I'm going to break right now, Seth. Oh, okay, I'm really? going to break. Oh, I'm going to break. Oh yeah, I'm going to break. Where are we going? Make a sandwich and, uh, or something? What are you do? No, I'm going to break. I'm going to break. <laughs> I have got to pay the bills here on the Taz show. You know how this works. You're the producer. True. Going to go to break. Going to come back from break. Talk about this fatal four way, but not really about the fatal four way. Uh, one, two, three debuts in this fatal four way. So I want to talk about that. Uh, and also talk about the, uh, the the new Intercontinental Champion. Busy, busy Taz Show podcast, and this is a podcast. This is a true podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Now, okay? 
Uh, and that's the deal. Be right back, Tasha. We are back here on the Tash. Oh, yeah, it's a podcast, full throttle coming at you. It's basically covering Raw from uh, the, the post-Survivor series of Raw, and uh, where they crowned a new Intercontinental Champion. We had a big, big debut, three debuts. So, uh, for, well, a re-debut and then two fresh debuts. How about that? But, I'll tell you, speaking of fresh, <laughs> check this out right here. Support for the Tash show. Yeah. The support, for, the support for the Tash Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See, they understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And the beauty of this is Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And you guys know the deal. It's simple. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, it's very simple. That's the credo. That's what they built this thing on. <laughs> to make it simple for everybody out there trying to protect themselves when they get a mortgage or refinance a house or whatever it is. Okay, and that's the beauty of it. So Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ, rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number, 3030, yes, that's our friends at Rock and Mortgage. <laughs> you know, we've had uh, we had a quality called twice actually in the past few weeks who did the Rock and Mortgage deal and 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 loves it, Seth. Uh, a gentleman in Chicago, I'm drawing a blank on his name, a lot of people call him Show. Um, and he's got his first home thanks to uh, Rock, he bought his first home thanks to Rock and Mortgage. You should take credit for that. Of course, I take credit for everything, yeah. that, that goes without saying. You know, I mean, that, if, he didn't, if he wasn't listening to the show, he would never get a rocket mortgage. He'd probably be renting still. Let's be honest. It's all about me. So we, we, we know this already. It's all about me and everything. Um, I'm, I'm selling. I'm still concerned I, I, because of the bills. I'm still concerned. It's about but time it's you start selling. But do boom. There it is. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. Um, but it's nice to talk to a Raider fan because you're in a slump shit like uh, like my team. So it's the same routine. I mean, so it's kind of good. You know, I feel I don't feel as miserable talking to you. you oh, it's a so nice compliment. <laughs> well, you know, never talked to you before. I continue talking about uh, Raw. I never really talked to you publicly about that real Bush League move you pulled. Uh oh. Um, you know what you did. Oh, the Twitter you're talking about? Yeah. What'd you do? This was uh, when the Bills lost, and what'd you do on Thursday night? Remember? I said, "What happened?" Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't just what happened, Seth. I, 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 I said, "What happened?" Now you didn't just I say didn't what get, happened. I didn't you get were a smart ass. You sure, smart a ass. A little bit. You, you over. You blew it up a little bit. I wasn't. I wasn't being that no, much of a jerk. Bro, you don't go at a guy on social media about his team. That's number one, and you definitely don't go at the guy right after the team lost. That's the worst thing to do, dude. The worst thing. Your Yankees pooped the bed. Did I what? bother you? What are you talking about? I'm very happy with the season. Your Yankees. Huh. No, you, my men, they didn't go to the big <laughs> dance. They came close. I'm not knocking them. I'm saying when they got eliminated, did I rip you? Did I go off on you publicly? 
No, you could have if you wanted to. The answer is a simple no. nay. 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 Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a simple no, sir. It's a simple no. It really is. Yeah, really show some class, Very kid. Easy. See? Show some class. Hey, what are you saying? Hey. So anyways, so anyways. Um, I big debut. Yeah. Big debut. I thought it was going to happen at Survivor Series. Uh, they had Natalia uh, be that fifth lady on the uh, on the gimmick team there for Survivor Series. And then we, I thought it was going to be none other than Paige. And, well, Paige debuted. Tonight on Raw, and uh, it was it was it was big. She got a massive pop, uh, and then she shocked everybody. Uh, she shocked everybody for sure. Shocked me, because when she said, "I did not come alone," I'm like, "Oh my God, Alberto's there." That's what I thought. So, uh, <laughs> same thing. I was like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, but um. Yeah, uh, no. What happened was uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville showed up in the ring and just, just, just beat everybody. It just went, just got heat. I mean, I, I got to tell you, I don't know the connection here. Why Paige has these girls? What were her? Um, I like it. There's something about it. I think is good. I like it. I do. I think it's cool. Didn't she do tough enough when they were on it? Wasn't she? Uh, she did, and that's yeah. why uh, that. Yes, true, and that. And I think Michael Cole or somebody said yeah. there might be a connection there with Tough Enough. I don't think anyone remembers Tough Enough. Not that they don't remember, but like it really was anyone ever like all the winners of Tough Enough as of recent they haven't really done that much. So they only push it when it's happening. You don't hear much about it, and I don't think they should because people forget that these people are Tough Enough. I want to forget that they weren't tough enough. I want to forget. <laughs> no, and I mean that in a positive way. Like I know the Miz, mean. I believe. You know, Miz, right? I mean, like, I just, I'm just saying, because they become stars, you want them to be stars. And you just, not that you, you just, you don't have to talk, you know, you just, just let it be. And so I don't, I don't unless they're bringing back tough enough again, and then that's why they're doing this. I doubt it. But whatever the reasons is, are, I, I like this, the three of them together. With Paige as the mouthpiece, uh, Paige, uh, the stuff they did backstage, by the way, with Alexa Bliss was was money. I mean, it was that girl Mandy Rose. The look she gave Alexa and kept looking at her, it was money, money. And then uh, same with Sonya Deville. And then they then when Paige kicked Alexa in the stomach, and then they just the three of those girls beat up Alexa. That was done really well. Um, you know, uh, it's there's a lot of females now on Raw. So you look at somebody like Oscar, and she's undefeated and and everything, and she's all this and all that, and they push her and everything. But you know, uh, it's you know, it's if I'm Oscar, I'm I don't want to say that I'm not I'm not happy that these three girls are there, but she had her moment to be. She, I would think that Oscar would want a little longer to have the spotlight and be the new girl on Raw. You know what I mean? Um, you disagree with that? No, I think uh, I think it's, Raw has these three women coming back. First of all, it made me think of the Shield when the Shield first came around. Like this is how this is what people liked about the Shield. They're just three badasses, like just going right. around pe beating people up. And, um, right, right. But now, like you said, I thought so too. There's a lot of women on Raw now. It's, it yeah, makes me feel like when is. they had that women's revolution, it was great, and they split it all up. 
almost I don't know what you would think, but almost think like <coughs> I'd like to see the women have their own show and on the network or something. Yeah, I know we've talked about that in the past on the show here. You know, I I, I can't argue with that, dude. They ha- they have more than enough talent uh, to do it. Um, they they really do. Uh, you know, they there's. On that raw show, then it's just this. There's a, like I said, there's a lot of female talent. If you're a girl on that show, you got to be careful you don't get lost in the shuffle. So, if you see if if you're someone like Foxy, you know, like Fox, she she stands out. You know, she, she's she she stood out last night on on on, on the raw deal, and she ran away screaming like because she didn't want to fight those girls. Like, it was hysterical. <laughs> that was great. She comes out, she acts crazy. She's so different. She's reinvented herself, you know? Uh, I'm so happy for her, Felicia Fox. She's, she's a really cool girl, too. So I know her, man, and, and she deserves it. But you got to be careful. If you're like someone like Bailey or something like that, you don't get lost in, in, in the shuffle here. I don't think a Sasha Banks will get lost in the shuffle. Uh, Dana Brooke, you know, Bailey's got to watch, like I said. Yeah, you got to be careful. There's a lot. You know, uh, when you're when when you're newer in the territory of the company, that only lasts for so long. Um, you usually get a little longer run at it than Oscar got here, as far as being new. I, I'm speaking from experience because <clears throat> when I debuted in WWE, I had about a week to be the new guy, and then they brought in not one guy, not two guys, not three guys, four guys called the Radicals. So, <laughs> and, and they're pretty sucked. good too. <laughs> they were real good, and and they were my friends, and it just sucked. I was happy to see them and all, but I, it was from a business perspective. It was like, ah, oh, this sucks. I'm not the new guy anymore, you know. So it, it's not fun. But when you're in you're in you're in the big leagues, as they call it, you know, uh, that happens. It's just like it's just like being an athlete, you know, um, in college. You know, if you're a, no matter if you're a Division One athlete or Division Two or Division Three athlete, no matter what sport you play, there's always that next freshman class coming in. So you can't get complacent. There, there could be there could be walk-ons that come in. Uh, there could be a transfer that comes in. A guy that was real good playing, or a girl that was real good playing at a school, but wasn't getting enough playing time and, and got disgruntled and left. Oh, now you're competing against that guy or girl that's coming onto the team the following year. Just my point is. That's a lot like what WWE is. It's it's a revolving door, and you know <clears throat> there's constantly talent. Like the, the talent on SmackDown and Raw, trust me, they keep an eye on NXT. There's nothing they can do about it. But you know the fans gush over people coming up and all that. But you, you think these guys and girls want these these people coming up? They don't want them coming up. It's competition. Of course, your money. <laughs> money want good people to wrestle. Stop. There's plenty <laughs> of good people. On Raw and SmackDown, more than good enough to wrestle. Stop. You, you want to make money. You, you, you know, it's just a job. You, 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 the less competition, the better. So now, you know, you got these three girls coming in who Paige is a bona fide star, and she's definitely giving the, the rub to Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville here. And she looks, um, she looks great. But, she looks good, man. Yeah. She does. And she's really cool. And when she came up to the studio... Uh, her and uh, Del Rio, it was, uh, you know, really, really cool. And she, I never met her. She was such a nice girl and <clears throat> respectful and a uh, student of the game. You know, I mean, so, uh, I, I, you know, uh, I, I, it, it was – but then, then I realized her family in the – you know, in England, no, they're, they're running – they're wrestling people. They're wrestling families. So she knows the game. You know, she knows the business. But, you know, um, <clears throat> I was happy to see Paige is back and, and get, get her stuff together. 
And um, I think this is going to be good TV with, with, with her and these, these two other females. I do. I think it's going to be real good. Um, now, the the uh, the Miz winning this IC title, I, I thought Miz, uh, I thought Miz, I'm sorry, Miz, I'm going to say Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns winning the IC table, title against Miz. Uh, I thought Miz and Reigns had a very good match. I really did. Um, I I don't like that Roman is the champion. I don't. I don't think he should be. Um, I just don't. No, I agree. I, I did. This doesn't seem right. Roman being uh, inter- intercontinental it doesn't seem like he needs it, or it doesn't seem like yeah, it fits. exactly. He doesn't need it. And, and remember the last time he had a belt, and he was walking around with like it was a prop. He was what, what, was it the either the U.S. belt or the IC belt? I can't remember which one it was. It was U- U.S. <clears throat> And, and and people were like, this guy didn't want to be the champ. I mean, I had people calling the show. They were pissed that people were treating me. You know, I, I, Miz and, and, and one of the announcers on Raw said it best, like, and it's a truth, like, you could tell, like, he loved being the IC champion. Even though he's a heel, he was making that belt matter. Just the way John Cena made the U.S. title matter, because he did with those U.S. Uh, challenge gimmicks. I know they're booked hard. Don't get me wrong. They're booked to get over. I know that. And they, they get a lot of help. But Miz, uh, Miz, the, the heat's in that belt. What, what, you know, what does that matter? So what are you going to do? So then you'll eventually put the tag team belts on, on, you know, on the other guys again, Dean and Seth. So, that, so it's like, uh, so that the Shield has all these championships. They don't need them. They don't need them. They don't need them. Miz, the, the heat for Miz. Look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Miz will not stay over or get over more without the belt. He can and will. But you had his wife with him that helped with him with his heat, meaning to be a heat magnet. You took her away. She's away, you know. And now you you you're going to take the title off him, which is his real heat. I just don't agree with that. Um, like we just both basically said, you know, it, it, it's it's. This guy Reigns doesn't need this right now. He's finally not getting booed as much because they have him camouflaged with Dean and Seth in the Shield gimmick. So that's smart booking. But <clears throat> you, why you put you had to put the belt on him? Like for what? It looks like they're doing well, that, 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 that old Four Horsemen stuff. Remember that they all they had all the belts back in the day. Yeah, I know they did. It's not, it was cool um, though. It was, when they did it, it was cool. Yeah, those guys were uh, freak workers, man. Those guys were amazing, amazing workers, and it was a different time. I, I, they were they, they had heel heat. The Horsemen, they were real. They were that was the belts for them. They were uh, majestic guys. They were royalty. Uh, Ric Flair, you know, his mink coats and his pinky ring and his Rolex and his jets and his women and all this. You know, and and JJ Dillon and on and Tully and all that 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 was they were the elite. That was their gimmick. You know, I, I don't think that's the shield. The sheets, the shield is that the hounds of justice. Okay, well, well, they don't need belts. They don't. They, these guys are. I I I'm you know, I'm pretty sure all three of them were former world champions. Correct. Um, so I mean, they they made guys in essence. They they don't need it. You know what? You know, put put that belt on a, on a smaller Joe. I'll be impressed. You know, the, the, you, you tell me that Finn Balor when, when he comes out, the first ever Universal Champion. Well, that's true. 
and because of an injury, he had it for a day, and then you didn't put it back on him. You know, which is there was so many opportunities to put that belt on him, but they wanted to do the Goldberg story with, with Brock back then. You know, and and that, and instead of, I mean, with the Universal Title with those guys, instead of having it on Finn, you know, whatever. It, it, <clears throat> it is what it is. I just don't think that that IC title should be on anyone. Not just not just Roman, but on anyone, it belongs. It should stay. It should have stayed with the Miz. I really, really feel that. Um, that's big, good heat for him, and he helped get the thing over. Um, I, I, I the only thing I can think because I I heard somebody say it on the air that they want to get that um, you know they want to get those tag titles on Seth. And Dean, so then the, the Shield has the, all these championships, you know, I, you know that we were just talking. You mentioned the Horseman, which, you know, is a good point. I mean, maybe that's what they want to do. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, uh, you know, I guess we'll see. I, I, yeah. Well, that's obvious, sir. We yeah. obviously will see. You know, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right, right. Right. Uh-huh. Turn my mic off. Does not compute. (laughs) Danger. Will Robinson. Morning. Warning. Danger. (laughs) I remember that. That will. That that's old school, dude. Right there. You just did. A lot of people know that gimmick. That is very old school. Lost in space, baby. (laughs) Oh my god. Anyway, so that's the deal, dude. Um. So I guess we're wrapping up here. We're good. So well, that's, we'll just, that's a we'll tag just keep show. going until SmackDown. We'll just stay on the air the whole time. Just keep recording we'll the show. SmackDown. I might drop a SmackDown podcast up in his biatch too. And play around. Why not? I am. <laughs> not gonna do that right now, but yeah. yeah. Word. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. All right. Well, that's that. Um. Anyways. So, uh, so that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, and hopefully. Uh, Hopefully, I can give you guys some answers for what the future lies or is ahead of us because there's a lot of changes going on. Uh, I was down at the big station today, dude. I was down over at uh, CBS Sports Radio, the network, and WFAN. There's a lot of changes. Dude. They have construction changes. You got to see what it looks like. There. That's it's crazy. They're, they're building my studio. I know. They're building your studio. Mm-hmm. They're building you, your office, you know? Yep. They're building everything to you. My assistant's you know? office. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Your assistant's office. My coffee <laughs> maker. Pat, McG- <laughs> Pat McGroin, line two. Pat McGroin, line two. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Worst He's the best of, ever. What, best of what we got, bro. He's the best of what we got. Uh, oh, Lordy B. All right. So that's a wrap. That's the deal. So, all right. Well, good then, bro. So that's it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this edition of the Taz Show, this podcast version of a uh, raw, um, basically raw react for the most part. This will be your Tuesday Taz Show, by the way. So this is basically it. If you're listening to it and it's the middle of Tuesday, then you know it's your Tuesday show. If you listen to this uh, in the wee hours of the morning going into Tuesday, then now you know this is your Tuesday Taz Show. Oh, you know, so. it's cool for like uh, your English fans, man. They can listen, listen to this on their, uh, you know, their morning commute. Well, most of my fans speak English, but what do you mean? Uh, from England, yes, from uh, Europe, the United uh, Kingdom. Does any of this ringing a bell? I see. 
You've been uh, there. Yes. Yeah. I've British Bulldogs. I, I love it there. I love it there. Oh. I do it. Love it. The UK's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Like some tea, please. Yes. A spot of spot of dick, sir. All right. So <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> on that note, all right. Well, that is actually a, a delicacy there. We've discussed this on the Taz show. Yes, I've heard you guys that talk might have dick been, a lot. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no. A lot of dick on true. the Taz show. Yes. No, no. That's the spotted dick is a delicacy they have over there, my friend. You need to be more uh, delicacied. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tazism. Delicacide. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's like delicatessen, <laughs> but different. Uh, anyway, uh, by the way, a little football jargon. Did you catch the end of my uh, <laughs> my Seahawks uh, not pulling out the win over the Falcons, dude? It was holy crap. They had the game in the bag for the most part, and then they pulled up short in the end. And did you see any of this? I was following it on, on my phone. but it, I, it, I, I was messing around, and I didn't watch the whole thing, but the Falcons won the game. Falcons need to learn how to close games. They're lucky they, they, they don't know how to start with the Super Bowl. I mean, it's ridiculous. They've blown a bunch no, of I games know. this year. Uh, dude, I know. But th- this today, they you know, not that Monday Night Football, I should say, they did. Yeah. Um, they held on? They looked, good. They, they looked good. They were leading the whole game. I shouldn't say the whole game. I missed. The, I didn't see the first. No, half. they were. They were winning twenty-one uh, ten. They were up most of the game. The Seahawks come back though, and then um, it came down like ten seconds left. I want to say again, I was doing nine million things, and then I think the Seahawks missed a field goal again. I didn't see what happened, but uh, tie, I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, what's the final score? Do we know the final score? Thirty-four, thirty-one. Falcons won 34, yep. 31. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, Seahawks with no no Sherman, no Cam Chancellor. That's like no chance. Well, Earl Thomas played, so they had one. He's know, banged up, though. Of, yeah. He is banged up, but that that defensive backfield that they have, well, you know, Cam Chancellor is one of my favorite guys playing the game for sure. But, um, yeah, you're right. And Sherman's going to be out. How long? Is he going to be out for a while, right? Is he out for the year or yeah. no? I don't know. But the, I've seen a stat with the record with those guys out. Is it not good? Oh, it's insane. No, yeah. it's insane. No, I know. I know. I know. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. I was going to give an analogy. I'm not going to give. Um, and Falcons were desperate. Am, Falcons needed this game badly because the, the playoffs are starting to shape up in the NFC. And they are. That's right. But that NFC, good luck beating those freaking uh, Vikings, by the way. Or uh, Eagles or Saints. I mean, or, well, I was going to say I was going to I was into the Saints and the Eagles, but I got to tell you, the Vikings look legit. The Eagles look legit. I, I, I'm still. I know people with the who that and they're texting me, they're tweeting me. The Saints. I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't know, bro. And they beat up on my Bills bad. I know. I'm thinking. I'm liking the Vikings and I'm liking the Eagles and that NFC heavily. Yeah, heavily. The Saints need home field to really to really make noise in the playoffs. True. Dude, the, yeah. the Vikings look good, man. I'm yep. telling you, I watched that game, them and the uh, Rams. Rams are good, too. Yeah, the Rams no, are good. No, they did, but Rams are good, bro. That kid Goff is good. That The other kid, wide receiver, not Cobb. What's his name? The other kid. um Thielen? 18. No, 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 no. He's got a Diggs? full letter. Not Diggs. No, I'm not talking about the Vikings. I'm talking oh. about the, 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 the Cardinals. The, uh, the Rams, yeah. Um, God. Oh. Uh, what is his name? I'm drawing a blank. But this kid, he he he's very good. I had him in um, I had him in the fantasy league, uh, in our league. Then I caught him because he he started off hot, and then he started to poop the bed, as they call it. And I I said, okay, Sonny, uh, you're gone. Once you do that, I have no loyalty to any of the players, and I I 
chuck you to the curb like a little bitch. Um, so that's what I did with him. Cup, K-U-P-P? Cup, that, yes. Woods, it, Woods Cup, Watkins, yeah. Cup, yeah. Well, Cop, I think it is. K-O-P-P. It's yeah. K-U-P-P. He, yeah, easy. Slow down, reading okay? Off, reading off ESPN. Well, because you got you got Jared Goff, J-O-F-F, and then you got Cup, K-U-P-P. That's how you spell Cooper, his name is. Um, and he is uh, very good, but he did not play well in some clutch situations with his buddy boy there, um, the QB, Goff. He dropped some important balls, and that's that didn't help his team. And anyway, the Vikings won. The Vikings, uh, the Vikings look good. Big Robbie. He's got to be loving it. Got to be loving it. Just gotta be loving. All right, can't follow that. I hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Taz Show, and uh, and we'll be back at you tomorrow uh, for Seth and uh, yours truly here, and, and everybody else that's running around Taz Show Land. Uh, we love you. I'm Taz Janot, and goodbye. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. Welcome to What's Happening. And what's happening? Oh, what's happening, you ask? The $2 sausage McMuffin with egg. At McDonald's. Ooh, so good. Ooh, savory sausage melty cheese. And egg on a freshly toasted muffin. For $2. And what's happening? The McDonald's app. Download it on your phone right now. So you can get up on some exclusive deals only available on the McDonald's app. This bumpy emoji out of here. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.